0: This is Triple M Breakfast with Al Baker, joined right now by the legend himself, the musical guru. I'm talking about Diesel, who's performing uh, on Sunday night at the Dubbo Regional Theatre and Convention Centre. Diesel, you've been doing music for many, many years. I'm assuming you've been to Dubbo many, many times.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I have. I I kind of feel like I know it a little bit.
0: (laughs) Because of the zoo? Have you been to the zoo? Surely everyone's been to the zoo.
1: No, I actually haven't. I haven't been to the zoo yet. We've got to get you to the zoo, man. Yeah, I know. It's one of the better ones in the world, actually. <laughs> Not just Australia, but it's one of the best views in the world, yeah, apparently. Yeah, it is. The African, Afrocentric animals are apparently happy out there because the climates. Well, yeah, it's more, hot. More to their taste. And yeah. we've got the
0: Zufari Lodge, which means you wake up with them. Pretty cool. Yeah, really, really cool. Hey, I'll tell you what else is cool. You are coming to Dubbo. You can finally
1: tour again. You know, it's very... It's such a familiar thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously. But it's one of those... Hang on. <laughs> you know, am I is actually really happening yeah. so yeah it's, it's it's really familiar but also kind of strangely all very
0: new at the same time well music isn't yeah. uh, all that new to you you've been doing it for what how many years now
1: 35 oh, 30 something yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think the greatest hits came out like 2019 and that was 30 years of, you know, making records. I started in 89, so... Unbelievable.
0: And in the world. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't, couldn't ask for anything much better than that,
1: right? No, I mean, it's a great job. It really is. Um, to keep, you know?
0: I'm looking at the cover art of uh, "You're Alone With The Blues uh, album. Oh, no. Have you got a... Is that a Fender uh, Line or just a straight telly? That's
1: a 68. Um, it's actually the first guitar I went and bought. That is a gorgeous a guitar. The 68 Deluxe. The Deluxe made sort of, I guess, known and, and recognisable to me by Andy Summers from the police. Yeah. That was the guitar he used in all those, you know, recordings mostly, you know, and you see, saw him with it a lot. It's um, beautifully worn.
0: You can tell it's pretty, yeah. it's much loved.
1: <laughs> it's just loved and when I bought it from a, a shop in Bondi, it was, you know, seemed like a really reasonable price because it was all kind of scratched up and marked and yeah. and had and been marked on like a school desk. As in someone had gotten like a jackknife and written sort of things onto it and it was quite amusing but the, the story that was told to me was that some kids kind of ran in and grabbed it and ran out, got away with it for a certain amount of time and then they, you know, got got found out and had to give it back. And while they, they, their attempts to make it look like their own, they put things like, you know, punks rule the gutter and <laughs> F off. Just
0: scratched like and,
1: JF and, for TJ on it. <laughs> yeah. And like we're the... We're the jack is to plug it in it's like an arrow and it says to Marshall you know <laughs> um, I mean they got it all right and, you know, uh, hang is, on it's... being a
0: blues guitarist though you, do you use
1: Marshall amps or do you use Fenders I've, I've used Marshall a lot through my career it's, it's never been too far from my fold but yeah, yeah I am more of a uh, more of a clean kind of, and then I make it dirty with pedals, sort of guy. So yeah, I'm oh, more yeah. of a Fender Vox kind of. I wondered if, guy. yeah,
0: I wondered if it was. I wondered if you're a Vox man. Just talking about two Marshall, I was like, hang on, he's a he's a blues guitarist. I don't know, I don't know if he's into the Les Paul yeah. grungy
1: sesh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, Marshalls, you know, they can be actually really. I mean, look at Hendrix. He, you know, used yeah. a plexi and got amazing clean tones out of it, and then stepped on a fudge fuzz face when he needed to <laughs> and clean it. Here we are yeah, talking I mean, about
0: it. Everyone's like, what the hell are these two talking about? Yeah. Uh, we should be talking about you coming to town this weekend. You're going to be performing on Sunday night at the mm. Dubbo Regional Theatre and Convention Centre. What can we expect on the night?
1: A, a, a huge eight-by-eight like stack of Marshall. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. A couple of Marshall quad boxes up there, <laughs> yeah. maybe an orange yeah. amp or two, yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't I couldn't resist it. Now, look, um it's a two set show, so I start off quite intimate with, you know, I'm bringing my double bass along. Nice. And um yeah, because there's a lot of that on the record, so yeah. I thought you've got to squeeze it out. Um, and then I go into the, then we, you know, stretch legs, get beverages and all that. And then, and then it's, you know, my hits for till the cows come home, basically.
0: I'm assuming you get to play uh, hits like Never Miss Your Water and you know Tip of My Tongue and, and the Goldens yeah. as
1: well. Of course, yeah. I mean. There's, I'm, I'm lucky I don't have just the one, like that, that English comedy movie where the guy has to do the Christmas song every year, whatever it was called, Love Actually or something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, just gets, we just begrudges like having this one song that comes out every year. It's, it's, it's a luxury, I guess, to have 17 albums to pull things from. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Speaking of, let's play one of them right now. We'll come back on the other side of this uh, and uh, we're going to give some tickets away to your gig on Sunday night as well. But uh, here he is, Diesel. This is tip of my tongue, performing at the Dubbo Regional Theatre and Convention Centre this Sunday. Mate, you are very proudly... Touring regional Australia, getting out to towns like uh, like ours here in Dubbo
1: in the Central West. I guess a lot a lot of artists sort of they stick to the cities, and you know, I mean, Slim Dusty is a is an amazing example of someone who just went so deep into the the environs of every nook and cranny of this country. And no matter what genre of music it is, you've got to have that approach because this country is you know yes there are a lot of population um, there is a lot of population I should say around the edges where it's green and close to the ocean yeah. but it, it goes inwards and it's it's not it doesn't just stop you know so you need to get to those areas and, and we started doing that early so yeah I feel like you know places like Albury for instance and when we moved out here from America my parents you know my mum my had kind of made earmarks and cut out clippings of the northern beaches of Sydney and my dad I don't even know if he actually even drove up there he just broke her heart and just said it's too expensive yeah. and and got in a you know hr Holden station wagon of six kids um seven um one left one behind in america we just we couldn't fit her into the combi combi bus uh, no she was in nurse's nurse's college but um yeah and we're headed down the hume highway and it ended up in albury so so much for like going to australia and living this beach life but i'm really glad they did because that was you know my experience with the real bush um you know, as real as, as Bush was gonna get for for us, you know, inland we had places like the Hume Weir, tabletop Mountain, yeah, and things like that, you know, um, it, the um the whole Murray River and, and it you know, it wasn't just like, let's go to Australia. and. I don't back. know if you're aware of this, but I'm from Coryong I was okay. born
0: in Albury Hospital. Coryong's only like well, 50 minutes down the road. Uh, is, yeah. All those things you talked about are things that I grew up with. you going out of the Hugh Weir water skiing and things like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. fishing for Yellow Belly, all that kind of stuff. Right. So I didn't realise yeah.
1: that you uh, that you started your Australian journey in Albury. Yeah, we did. And, um, yeah, we found the one house at the time in Line Street. And yeah. it was like the, the house that looked like an American house. It was really like, <laughs> like, this like, is as colonial it, as it gets. <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> it kind of looked like a Frank Lloyd Wright kind of 60s sort of design. and it, was, it stuck out like dog's bollocks. And it was like, yep, that'll be our house. It was like the Americans living in a house that looks like an American house. Kind of like, it was pretty funny. But we were welcomed, I have to say that. Yes. And well, with open arms. My dad, you know, being a, a ex-Navy and made friends with a guy who was ex-Australian Navy who played, you know, clarinet. My dad played sax, so they had a band yes. straight away. You know, it was it was just yeah. My mum got a because she's a nurse, she got a job. You know, working straight away. And just, yeah, I mean, it was it was that was a good good time. I, I I could have been easily happy like living the rest of my life there as a as a child. Anyway, would you attribute your career to uh, I guess that
0: those roots of music from your family?
1: Yeah, look, you know, I think. It was a natural thing for me. My dad, you know, yeah, I mean, the most exciting thing, going back to that Aubrey period, was he would get up at 4 a.m., drive to Melbourne to go to big music shops so he could get, like, real special things, and then he'd be home by, like, lunch by um, dinner time, you know, and be like, what's dad going to bring home? And funny enough, ironically, an electric guitar was not one of the things he'd bring home, (laughs) but he'd bring home, like, PAs and electric pianos and flutes and bass clarinets and all kinds of things that other kids in my family um because i'm the youngest they'd all have a go at the thing that we i grew up with watching as, as a child was the partridge family and the jackson yeah. five and things like that it was yeah. like yeah a family that all met players band together that that would have been my dad's dream you know yeah. we got close to it we, I, mean, I made a blues record and all my brothers played all the horns on it my yeah, dad's cool you know was still alive and he then and it was was like yeah this is cool unfortunately mum wasn't there to see it but yeah yeah that well i think that my dad you know, having seven kids—that would have been his big dream—to have us all like playing together. <laughs> well, I, I know you're
0: a busy man. I know you got a lot going on, but uh, very excited to have you on the show, and very excited to see you, of course, on Sunday night, uh, of course, performing live. And yeah. uh, it's good to see that you're on the road again post COVID. What <laughs> at least, uh, fingers yeah, crossing this game, Post COVID,
1: we moved these dates last year, and it was like that seems like such a long way away. Yeah. But I was because I hate cancelling. So you know, here we are. We've gone through an awful lot, but. You know, I've been out doing these red hot summer shows. Um, they've been fantastic. And yeah, it's like we've just got to try to get on with it, you know? Well,
0: we've got a couple of double passes giveaway right now. I don't know if you want to do the honors, maybe.
1: Hey, it's Diesel here. And if you call 13353 right now, we're going to give you two fat tickets. That's a double pass to come to my show, Alone with Blues and Greatest Hits, at the Dubbo Regional Theatre.
0: That's like a bought one. That's that's how good that was. <laughs> 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 Thank you so much for your time. Make sure you catch Diesel performing the greatest hits and Alone with Blues to a live at the Dubbo Regional Theatre and Convention Centre Sunday, 20th of February. Tickets are on sale now through dieselmusic.com.au.